think well on it, or Reflections on the Great Truths of the Christian Religion for Every Day of the Month, by Bishop Richard Challoner. Third Day, On the Benefits of God. Consider first, my soul, how many great and are thy obligations to the bounty of thy God. He has thought of thee from all eternity. He has loved thee from all eternity. All the blessings and favors which he has bestowed upon thee in time, he designated for thee from all eternity. They are all the consequences of his eternal love for thee. It is possible that so great a God, the Most High and Most Holy, who dwells in eternity, should set his affections upon a poor sinful worm of the earth. Is it possible, my soul, that thou shouldest have had a place from all eternity in the heart of thy God, and that this eternal mind should never have been one moment without thinking on thee? Ah, poor wretch, what return hast thou made for this ancient love? How late hast thou loved him who has loved thee from all eternity? How little hast thou thought of him, who always thinks on thee? Consider, secondly, that thy God has not only given thee, by creation, thy soul and body, with all their powers and faculties, and in a word, whatever thou art, but also preserves them each moment by the benefits of conservation, which may be called a continual creation. For as nothing but his almighty hand could give thee this being, so none but he could preserve thee from falling back into thy original nothing, which must infallibly have been thy case, if thy God had but for one moment withdrawn his supporting hand. Poor sinner, why didst thou not think of this, when by thy repeated crimes thou wast waging war against thy God, and he, with incomparable love, was night and day watching over thee? How didst thou dare presume so often and for so long a time to provoke him, who held the thread of thy life in his hand, and who every moment could have crushed thee into nothing, or cast thee headlong into hell? O blessed for ever by all creatures, be his mercy, for having borne with thee so long. Consider thirdly the inestimable benefit of our redemption, by which our loving God has rescued us from sin and from hell, the just reward of sin. Alas, my poor soul, we must have been lost forever had not the Sovereign Lord and Maker of heaven and earth loved us to that degree as to deliver himself up to the most cruel and ignominious death of the cross for our redemption. Greater love than this no man hath, that one lay down his life for his friend. St. John 15.13 But, O dear Lord, Thou hast carried Thy love much farther in dying for those who by sin were Thy declared enemies, in dying for such ungrateful wretches as would scarce ever thank Thee for Thy love, and seldom or never so much as pity or take any notice of Thy sufferings. Ah, Christian, which shall we most admire? this great monarch of heaven and earth, in comparison with whom the whole creation is nothing, or rather less than nothing, expiring on a cross for such despicable worms as we are, or those who believe this amazing truth, yet take so little notice 
of such immense love, which must be a just subject of astonishment to men and angels for all eternity. Consider forcefully how much we are indebted to God for having called us to the true faith, preferable to so many millions whom he has left behind in darkness and the shades of death. Alas, poor souls, how deplorable is their condition, void as they are of the knowledge of Jesus Christ, or of his only spouse, the true Catholic Church. How little do they think of God, or of the life to come. With how little apprehension or remorse do they run on from sin to sin, and die impenitent. Ah, the goodness of God, that has not suffered us to fall into such misery, though born and bred up amidst the people seduced by error. For if we have also had the misfortune like our neighbors to have gone astray from the womb, has by a more distinguishing mercy drawn us out of the dragon's jaws and brought us to his fold, the Catholic Church. Blessed be our God forever for all his mercies. Oh, what an inestimable happiness it is to have by means of this grace of vocation, God himself for our Father, and his holy church for our mother, to pass this transitory life in the happy society of the only spouse of God's only Son, to be daily partakers of the sacraments, those heavenly conduits of divine grace, to live and die in the communion of the saints, etc. Ah, blessed are the people who have the Lord for their God. Psalm 43. Consider fifthly, Christian soul, whoever thou art, the particular providence of God towards thee, with how many graces he hath prevented thee from thy tender years, from how many misfortunes he has preserved thee. Has he not borne with thee for a long time, whilst others have been cut off in their sins? Are there not millions now actually burning in hell for lesser sins than thou hast committed? Reflect on the advantages thou hast received above thousands, what conveniences of life, what friends, what health, etc., while so many more worthy than thyself have been abandoned to want and misery. I admire the unspeakable goodness of thy God to thee. Be astonished and confounded at thy past ingratitude. Resolve from henceforth never to cease giving him thanks and blessing his holy name.